what are you doing, Doc? I need fuel. <laughs> Give me fuel, take a fly, ship me tracing out of Zion. This dude doesn't care what nobody thinks, and he's having fun, and I like to see that. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome back to Fantasy Fuel. I hope you enjoyed our double dose last Friday (laughs) when we released a solo edition from each of us. I think that was a good experiment, and we got a lot of positive feedback from those two. So, we may do that again someday. First off, before we even get into anything, I want to tell everybody that we are going to have a listener league. I will give more details about that at the end of the episode, but I want you to stay tuned for that and know that one is coming. So we're going to get into some news, and there is a lot of news. I can't (laughs) even fathom how much news there were. I had an outline for this episode done and ready to go, and then all sorts of news busted out. So we're going to try and speed through the news because after the news, we're going to get into our top 20 quarterbacks. And why are we doing 20 quarterbacks? Because there's a lot of leagues out there that are doing two quarterback leagues, and super flexes. So yep. we need you to know about some of those back end guys that might be worth more than, you know, the last six teams that we both agree are not going to be anywhere close <laughs> to our top twenty today. <laughs> yeah, I sure hope so. Uh, if you if you're picking one of the other one of the guys that we're gonna notify you not to pick, um, then you're probably not doing a good job of getting the quarterbacks. <laughs> Okay, so let's just get right into it. There's a couple of uh, cuts during the preseason here. The Saints have released Terrence West, Mm -hmm. which I thought was fairly surprising because I thought he was probably going to be the guy to replace Mark Ingram for a few games. But apparently they're happy with a couple of guys I mentioned I don't know how many episodes ago. Jonathan Williams and Boston Scott seem to be picking up the slack, so... Here we are. It's like 20 episodes later, and guess what? Jonathan Williams looks like he's in the lead. Yeah, um, I mean, that's very possible. And I think it's it could be a more of a thing on Kamara. Like, we really believe that Kamara can pick up the slack for four games. And, you know, if Williams does his job, he can do a big, a big part of that, too. And I didn't think they absolutely thought they needed Terrence West. But who knows? I mean... I th- I'm hoping it's more Kamara because I do have him in a few leagues, but of course. we'll see. <laughs> yep. uh, another release just today was Kenny Britt from the Patriots, who apparently had a partially torn hamstring during OTAs and was just not quite recovering, but getting close, and there had been talks about a contract extension, and then he gets the axe today. <laughs> so I guess we're... We're getting down the list of wide receivers for the Patriots, so it's getting a little clearer on who may or may not be a part of that team once the season begins. Uh, a signing that we've all heard uh, a couple of days ago now is Adrian Peterson <laughs> on the Redskins. Oh, I yeah. don't know what to think about this one being uh, a very in-depth NFC East guy. I've seen the Redskins sign a lot of 
interesting players well after their prime, maybe this is another one. Yeah. Um, Adrian Peterson, what can you say? The guy used to be amazing. He used to be the best in the game at the time. And, gosh, everybody that's gone out there and said, should I pick him up, should I pick him up? Yeah, sure, go ahead and pick him up. But if you if if, if you have to drop somebody of value, I w- I'd say don't do it. Um, and, and on that point, too, a lot of these people, they've picked the, they pick him up, and then they try to trade him right away. Like, we don't know that he just got picked up. Like, we don't know what he's going to do. And quite frankly, I wouldn't put any stock on him at this point until he actually does something. Now, if he does something, go ahead and trade him that for after that first week. But right now, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Some of the offers that I've seen, and they're trying to get studs out of Adrian Peterson, and, and it's not. It's not the way to go. <laughs> yeah, this is not 2012 anymore. We know what Adrian Peterson is capable of. <laughs> yeah, right. And I have some stats here from last year compared to some other players just to give you guys an idea of what he might actually be bringing to the table. 48.7%. Almost half of Adrian Peterson's carries last year were for two yards or fewer. Now, Obviously, some running backs can break off the long ones, and that's how their average gets up there. Now, for some context, Zeke had 34.7 of his carries for two or fewer. Le'Veon was 38.9. Frank Gore was 41%. (laughs) Isaiah Crowell at 48.1%. And Amir Abdullah at 52.1%. So, according to this, Adrian Peterson is in between Isaiah Crowell and Amir Abdullah. <laughs> That's not the company you're looking for. No. But for the positive rushes, 27.6% of his rushes went for five-plus yards. That still isn't the greatest number. Yeah. And to compare that to somebody, Alex Collins, who uh, his 42.9% of his carries went for two or less, so 6% difference there, but 36% of his carries went for five plus. So Mm. I hope you guys aren't expecting a lot out of Adrian Peterson. I sure hope, I hope, I hope people are picking him up and just, you know, thinking, all right, I'm just, just a wild card type of pick. I'm going to just hope that I get something on it. And if I don't, no big deal. I can just drop him or whatever. So I, people, if you're expecting a lot out of Adrian Peterson, don't, don't drop somebody of value to get him, please. No, if you're, if you haven't done your draft yet, he's worth a late round flyer. Right. But yeah. that is yep. all I'm going to suggest with him. Don't rush out and spend your fab budget on him. <laughs> Please don't. It might not be worth it. <laughs> uh, we're going to stay in the NFC East. And according to Jerry Jones, because of injuries to Travis Frederick and Zach Martin, they're going to be out the rest of the preseason. Because of that, hmm. He said he'd like to park his star quarterback and running back as well. Uh, So all you Zeke owners out there and you Zeke truthers, that O-line isn't looking like it used to. No. Um, And it's just another testament of why I think Zeke might not be as good as a lot of people think. And, you know, it's just – I'm not saying he's going to be bad, but now the offensive line isn't as good – uh, at least you don't think it'll be a good. Maybe the backups come in there and, and do something special. But, yeah, it's it's not looking good right now at this point for Zeke. 
And I think that, and I'm seeing it in mock drafts. I'm seeing them drop farther and farther every single time I do a mock draft. So I think people are starting to be a little more aware of that. Okay, here's a question for you. Which would you like if it got to you, Zeke or Saquon right now? I'd probably go with Zeke because I still haven't seen enough out of Saquon yet. I... Uh, I'm not high on either one of them, but I'd go with Zeke just because he's proven it before and he's proven it pretty consistently in the past. So, yeah, I'd do that. All right, that's fair. I'll give you that one. Uh, Let's go one more place. Uh, Green Bay. Apparently, the Packers have been shopping Randall Cobb. (laughs) Now, I know you weren't a big fan of his, and I was okay with his value this year. But, wow, what does that say about how uh, happy they must be with the rest of their cast? Geronimo Allison must be looking really good to them, and those rookies are obviously, you know, decent. Yeah, I mean, I think they got enough quality receivers there that they probably feel, you know, Cobb is getting a little older, and is it really worth holding on to him? Maybe we get something out of him. Maybe we should shop him now before our other guys take over the role and people don't see Cobb as anything. So I, I completely understand what the Packers are doing. I think some Packer fans might be a little upset because they've seen Cobb so much throughout the years and be, and Cobb was successful throughout the years. So, yeah, I, I've said it in our very first episode, and I'm saying it again. I think Cobb does fall off just a smidge. I don't know if he falls off the map, but I think this is a testament again of the receivers um, that they just got and Geronimo Allison um, being better than what they may have thought to begin with. My hope is that if they do trade him, that Jake Kumaro makes the team. I think <laughs> yeah. that would be awesome to see. Everybody in Wisconsin would go nuts <laughs> for their whitewater guy yep. there, and that that could be fun to see. I've already seen it because my, my, my family was like, oh, I really like that guy out of whitewater, and they didn't know what his name was, but – it was just because he was out of Whitewater. They loved him. And, of course, of course he, he looks good. He's not like he's looking bad. So I understand why they're, they're, they're happy about it and why they're enthused about this guy. But, yeah, I think a lot of it has to oh, he's out of Whitewater? Yeah. Maybe Randall Cobb is going to be the next receiver shipped off to a certain place <laughs> where we have... Can you feel it? Something big's happening. Can you hear it? In the words that we sing, it's our shot. And we're not... Gonna miss it. Buffalo Bills quarterback watch 2018. <laughs> yes, it is here and it is real. Apparently, AJ McCarron did not suffer <laughs> a fracture in his collarbone, <sighs> which we all thought he was done. I'd already gotten a message from Tom, like, all right, what do you need for Nathan Peterman? Because I need a backup quarterback. <laughs> And then we also see that Josh Allen is going to start against the Bengals in the next preseason game. Although, Josh Allen today apparently hit his thumb on somebody's helmet (laughs) after a throw. (laughs) It doesn't sound like it's anything major, (laughs) but this is the best roller coaster I've ever been on in my life. Man, uh, I hope it continues throughout the entire season. Uh, this is this is just it's entertaining beyond belief. It is. I as much of a dumpster fire as I believe the Buffalo Bills will be this year. It is the most entertaining team of the preseason for <laughs> me, at least. I, I just want to know how you get 
a, a, a fractured collarbone wrong? How do you get that wrong? <laughs> I just don't get that. Well, I mean, the people up in Buffalo, they do throw each other through tables, so <laughs> maybe they see it too often. Oh, no, no, he's fine. He's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, man. All right, we're going to move to the defensive side of the ball for some of you IDP players out there. Uh, just the other day, uh, the Bengals released Georgia Loca, and he has signed with the Vikings for the league minimum to reunite himself with Mike Zimmer. Yeah. That is an amazing addition. Yeah, it is. At the end of August, I, how do you get that lucky as a defense to pick up a, a chiseled veteran like Georgia Loca? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how you get that lucky, but I tell you something. I don't know if they really needed another guy back there, but, man, to have this guy it really helps their defense. It makes it so much more solid, and that defense was already good. It was already good. So now we, it's even better, and I think this is a big-time thing for the Vikings. It's going to put them – in the conversation, almost, I'm I'm saying it now. They're in the conversation to be a playoff team, and they could be deep in the playoffs again this year, as long as um, you know, <laughs> maybe maybe they don't get lucky and somebody completely misses a tackle. But we'll see. I, I think right. they, I think they have a good shot again this year. And another thing that may have to do with the Packers shopping Randall Cobb, maybe they're trying to make room for somebody. Like the Jets apparently are trying to do, they have reached out to the Raiders to express interest in trading for who? Tom, Khalil Mack. Yes, uh, it's it's going to be great uh, if the Jets get him. I'm just a little worried that it handcuffs us throughout the rest of you know whatever the deal would be that we give him because he's going to want want a lot of money. And it's not like we can't afford it, but man, it would be it would be something. It would be something great for our defense if we could get somebody of that caliber. I mean, he is amazing. Yeah, but then you wouldn't be able to give Le'Veon Bell fifty million a year. You so. are exactly <laughs> correct. This is this is already a bad idea. You you hit it right on the they hit the nail on the head right there. That was we have to get Le'Veon Bell. I mean, oh, we have to. So if you had to choose between Khalil Mack and Lev Bell, you'd be about Lev Bell. Um. I th- I probably would be. I mean, we, I, I don't know though. <laughs> you have to t- ask me <laughs> either after this deal happens or next year when Le'Veon Bell is available. <laughs> All right, we will revisit this again, <laughs> August twenty second, twenty nineteen. All right, that is our big chunk of news for this evening. Now it's time to get into our top twenty quarterbacks that. Tom and I have not discussed with each other yet. No, so we have not. This is going to be an interesting one. There's going to be a lot of uh, immediate reactions to, oh, my <laughs> God, you put him where? But uh, I'm sure the first few are not going to be too far off, but Probably we're going to we're gonna dive into some of those later guys, like we said, because there are a lot of 2QB and Superflex leagues out there. So yep. let's dive right in. I'm going to guess that you have Aaron Rodgers at number one. I do. I okay. considered somebody else, which I'm sure you'll probably know who I've considered, but I considered Watson uh, for a minute because he is so explosive and he can score so much. But Aaron Rodgers is just Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's it for me to, to put him down, I'd have to have really good reason, and I just didn't see enough reason for me to put him in the second spot. Of course. 
Yep, Aaron Rodgers, he has to be the consensus yeah. number one. I know he's coming off an injury. There's a lot of quarterbacks coming off of injuries that we will get to, <laughs> yeah. but Aaron Rodgers has done it every single time he's ever been on the field. So, number one, Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Number two, I'm guessing you have Deshaun Watson. I do because he can be so explosive, like I said. And if if he stays healthy, he's going to be amazing. There's no doubt in my mind that he's going to be unbelievably great this year and can can basically win you a league if he if he it does as good as he did within that four or five weeks anywhere close to if, that if, if you win your league and it, as long as you got a quality rest of your team it's basically a lock i at number two have somebody that has been consistent but i think this year he's going to have to pass even more and mm-hmm. it's going to be russell wilson ah okay he just is going I, – I think that running game is doomed just like it was last year, and I think the Seahawks' defense has gotten worse. So he is going to be behind, and he is just going to be chucking it up there. And in those late games, those late fourth quarters, if he can't chuck it up there, he's going to run. Yep. So I would not doubt if Russell Wilson gets 500-plus rushing yards this year as well as a ton of throwing yards and touchdowns. So – as much as I don't think the Seahawks are going to be a contender this year, Russell Wilson is going to be a great fantasy quarterback. You are exactly right, and that's why I have him just below Watson, and I have him at there number three. So, yeah, and I, I, I completely agree with everything you said. It, it, you're spot on, spot on. And I have Watson at number three, so <laughs> okay. same top three, just a <laughs> little different order. And I don't need to go into any more details on Watson. You hit the nail on the head with him. Mm-hmm. If he does anything close to what he did last year, he's going to be the one to own. Yep. So, number four. This is where I think it's going to start getting a little bit different. Yep. Who do you have at number four? Well, I think we might be on the same page here, but I'm not <laughs> certain. But I have Wentz at number four. And the reason for that is because he he is just he's so good. He he is if he can be on the field week one, which I do do believe is going to happen, I believe for the whole year he can be that guy that can just light up the numbers, light up passing touchdowns, rushing touchdowns. He, I'm, I'm a little hesitant to say he'll rush as much as he has because maybe now with the injury he says, oh, maybe I should you know, check it down or, or throw it out of bounds or something like that. But I still think he's got that competitive spirit to where he can just go out and i got to get this first down right here, right now. So I believe that will help a lot in his, uh, in his drafting – not his drafting, but in his fantasy outlook. All right, you were not quite correct. I do not have Carson Wentz at number four. I have Drew Brees at number four. And that is a little bit due to Mark Ingram not being there for the first four weeks. And Drew Brees, you know he's going to pass for 4,300-plus yards. He's going to throw a bunch of touchdowns. Last year was a little bit of an anomaly because the running game was working so well but that's probably not going to be the case this year. I think teams are going to have to key on the running more, and Drew Brees is going to do what Drew Brees does. I mean, he can complete 70% of his passes and throw for 45 touchdowns. So why not go back to what they actually have done in the past? Now, I have an interesting tidbit about Drew Brees. 
as a boy, Drew Brees defeated future tennis star Andy Roddick three times. The two grew up in Austin, Texas. <laughs> Roddick, who is two years younger than Brees, would become the world's number one player in 2003. So apparently Drew Brees had a future in tennis if it weren't for football. At what age was Drew Brees when he did this? Uh, it was, I think, in high school. Okay. So. Well, I don't know how old Roddick was. <laughs> so maybe Roddick <laughs> wasn't quite there yet. But that's still pretty impressive. You have to be pretty good to beat somebody at that caliber, even when they're young, because you, know you know Roddick was good back then. Oh, yeah. All right. So number five, that's where I have Wentz. So you weren't okay. too far All right. off. Yep. So Wentz, we talked about, you guys know I love him, the Eagles fan here. I'm not going to say anything else. I just know he's going to be good. <laughs> yep. I, at number five, have Tom Brady. Um, I considered Breeze there, and I do have Breeze at six. I, I won't get into that, but I, I have Tom Brady at five because it's Tom Brady. Like, it's really difficult for me to sit here and say oh, he's not going to have a spectacular year because Tom Brady, as much as I don't want to say it, he is the best of all time. And for me to think that he might not be the best of all time again this year, I would have to I, – I, it's almost impossible for me not to do that. Yeah, no, I, I can't argue with you. I have Tom Brady at six. Okay. So <laughs> flip, flip. We, we're right there. Yep. Our top six are all the same, just in a slightly different order. Now, I did read something interesting the other day. Uh, at age 40 – Tom Brady and Brett Favre had very similar statistics. Okay. Obviously, the Super Bowl winning, uh, Super Bowl wins are a little bit different story, but they had very similar statistics. Well, age 41 is when Brett Favre fell off his cliff. The greatest quarterback of all time, Brett Favre. And then there's Tom Brady, who just you know, loses the Super Bowl when his team is favored to win. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen to Tom Brady because we all know he has this amazing diet and all this other stuff yep. going for him and I don't think Brett Favre got into that kind of uh, health <laughs> nuttiness so no I don't <laughs> um well with my number seven this six you said you had I had breeze, breeze at six, six I right? thought we we're going okay. to number seven. Oh my gosh um but yeah we, I can I can talk about breeze a little bit if you want me to Nope. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go right to number seven. We talked about Breeze okay. already. So number seven, this is where I throw a wrench into what a lot of people might think. I'm putting Ben Roethlisberger at number seven. Okay. And the reason for that is if you think that the Steelers' offense is going to be amazing, if you have Le'Veon Bell going number one, two, or three, or four, and you have Antonio Brown going five, six, or seven as, as your draft, which is most everybody that would be consensus that that is going to happen. If you have these star players going that high. And, and Juju in the third and Juju or fourth in round. the third. If you expect them to be that good, somebody has to throw them the ball, and it's Ben Roethlisberger. So I, this is not really a, a – statistical thing a, t a statistical thing i gotta get this word right i've said it's wrong so many times that i gotta get it right but it's not really about no that it's really about i know he can do it i've seen it plenty plenty of times and there's three guys that you are drafting fairly high and somebody has to throw him that ball and it's ben roethlisberger that's why i have him up so high and i i i, I it's it was really hard for me to drop him down further and justify it I can't argue with that. I have a similar player 
later on okay. for some of the similar reasons. So we'll get to that in a little bit. My number seven is Andrew Luck. Okay. I am 100% confident that Andrew Luck is back. Yep. And that running game is still not good. We know nothing about Marlon Mack this year because he's not going to have any more preseason reps. The other rookie guys, I don't know that they're going to be able to put it together either. So I think Andrew Luck is going to put up some amazing numbers. Now the Colts probably won't win that division, and I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year. But Andrew Luck is still going to be very, very fantasy relevant. Yeah, I completely agree with you, and that's why I have him at 8, right below Big Ben. Um, yeah, I think we're pretty much spot on as far as uh, our ranking so far. I think Big Ben might be that <laughs> that wrench that uh, you're like, oh, okay. We'll but, see. <laughs> um, yeah, I have. I I think he's going to be fine. Luck, Luck, if it wasn't for his injury, everybody would still be all over him. And I think we would say, is he going to be one of the best of all time? We might be in that category. I don't think he's got a shot for that now that that injury has basically taken him away for two years for the most part. Uh, so, yeah, I I think he's going to be great. I think T.Y. Hilton will be great. I think these are the guys that you got to look at when it comes to the Colts. There's not a whole lot else there. I mean, you could go with Mac or somebody like that, but these, these two guys are the guys that you want to own on your fantasy team for the Colts. Okay, number eight, I have Phillip Rivers. Yep, okay. And I have him there because I think – he is going to probably go out there with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder this year, and he is just going to be slinging that rock all over the place. I have a feeling that Melvin Gordon will have a career year in receptions, mm -hmm. and Keenan Allen obviously is going to ball out. Yep. Mike Williams, everybody is on. Yep. So that's kind of another reason why he's up there, kind of like Ben Roethlisberger. It's not the player I was talking about, but if you think those guys are going to be good... Who's throwing him the ball? Phillip Rivers. Yep, exactly. I, I do like Mike Williams. He's somebody we haven't really talked about much on the podcast, but I tell you what, he looks really good so far in the preseason too. So it's like it, it, this guy, he's fallen in drafts, and now he's starting to climb up a little bit because people are starting to realize that he's good. But if you can get him late in the draft, that's somebody I would uh, look at as well. But I agree with you on Rivers. I, I have him a little bit further down my list, but not too far. Um, but I, I will go into my number nine. My number nine is... Uh, Cam Newton. I had him lower on my list initially, and then I started thinking about man, I he he has so much talent that I I feel like I need to put him up a little farther because he can run the ball and he is so big and he it's really hard to sack this guy. So he's always going to get that opportunity to throw the ball if he's making the right decisions. I mean, he has been known to make wrong decisions at times. And it's 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 tough. I, initially, why I put him down is because I don't think he's got as good of wide receivers and as good as uh, talent around him as he does in the past. But I do like Christian McCaffrey, so I think he's going to be able to dump the ball off quite a bit more to somebody like that. So I I had to put him up because I, he's got talent, and I think that he will make a play happen when he needs it. Yeah, no arguments for me. I have Matt Stafford okay. at number nine. Uh, this guy is just a rock. He's just—he's a top ten quarterback. I mean, I could see him finishing anywhere from number three to number ten. He's just that consistent, and there's no no worries about him this year. 
because his wife says even if she gives birth on a Sunday, Matthew Stafford will not miss a game. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, I wish I would have <laughs> known that. I know, I didn't hear that. Well, um, that would not have affected my rankings. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I agree with you uh, for the most part. He's not too far behind us either. But um, I'm just going to get right in my number 10. My number 10 is Philip Rivers. So I got him higher than most other people do too. And all for the same reasons that, that you say. Um, I think that that offense is, is going to be a lot better than in years past, and I think Phillip Rivers is the center of that offense. So you have to put him in the top ten, and I put him in my top ten. He is my number ten. My number ten, Cam Newton. Okay. I Again, I was thinking more along the lines he was going to be like my last QB1, but yep. he's such – so fantasy relevant. Yes. I mean, especially if you're in a league that you only get four points for a passing touchdown and six points for a rushing touchdown for a quarterback. He is very valuable. I mean, he could be a top five quarterback in a league like that when you get extra points for those types of touchdowns. Yep. And apparently, this is a quote from Cam Newton. I'm still not sure what it means, <laughs> but I'm going to let you guys try to decipher it. Cam Newton said, I need things around me just like this wall. It never changed on me. It's the same wall every single day. I like that. I need things, people around me that are like this wall. <laughs> so he doesn't what? like change. <laughs> apparently not. Yeah. I don't know what that was all about, but apparently he does not like people doing something out of the ordinary. Yeah. So, yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I have uh, Ben Roethlisberger at 11, so okay. I wanted to yep. get that in there. Uh, yeah, I have nothing to add on Ben. I can see him being as high as a top-five quarterback if all of those weapons are what we hope they are. Yeah, um, I agree with that. I'm not going to go back into that because we are, I already discussed it, but my 11 is Matt Ryan. Um, <clears throat> this, <laughs> this one was weird because he's like my forgotten guy. I never really think about Matt Ryan, and that might be a problem, but I I ended up not even putting him on my list, and I completely forgot about him, <laughs> and I started going through my life, okay, 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 and I was like, am I missing something here? Yeah, I'm missing Matt Ryan, so I said, I got to squeeze him in here somewhere, and I, I listen, I like Matt Ryan. I, I feels like he's overrated to a certain extent, but... I feel like he's also underrated to a certain extent. I think he's actually a really good quarterback. He's really smart, and he's got some. He's got weapons. I mean, Julio is still Julio. I'm down on him. We're both down on him this year, but if Julio can get back to that, to where Julio is, Matt Ryan's going to be stellar. And so I don't have any problems having him at number eleven. I could not put him in my top ten. That was something I said to myself. I can't do it. I don't care. I don't care. Who else is is there? I have to have him outside my top ten. So I got him at number 11. Okay. Uh, who do you have at 12? At 12, I have Matt Stafford. So I agree okay. with you on almost everything you said on him as well. Um, there's not a lot for me to say. He's been solid. He's been very above average, and I think that's why he's at 12 for me. Okay. Uh, my last QB1, if we're talking about 12-team leagues this year, is Kirk Cousins. I okay. tried to leave him a little further down the list because I'm not that high on him, but I do think he can finish as a low-end QB1. I mean, he has a better team, but will he have to pass as much as he did when he was in Washington? 
Yeah, um, he he will have to pass more, I would assume. I don't know if he has to, but I, I think when he passes more, he's got better weapons to do that with. Now, I think Cook will be a big part of that team. So whether or not he has to pass more, I don't know. But I think when he passes more, it's going to be easier to get a completion because he's got some better receivers. True. Um, I I have him at thirteen, so it kind of there we go. It kind of leads right into it. So yeah, I, and that I, I wanted I, I had him in the top ten at first, and I kept adding players. Like, oh, I can't have him above him. I gotta move him down. I kept moving him down until I got him at thirteen. So yeah, that's where I have him. All right. Well, my 13th is Matt Ryan. So there we go. Our top 13 are all the same. I can guarantee you after this, it is going to get dicey. (laughs) I only have one thing to say about Matt Ryan other than what you said. And is that is Steve Sarkeesian going to let (laughs) Matt Ryan air it out like when Shanahan was there? I mean, why did you change so much when something was working so well? Yep. I I don't know. Maybe Sarkeesian is resistant to change like Cam Newton. Maybe he should go to Carolina and <laughs> we'll bring somebody else into Atlanta and let uh, Matt Ryan do what Matt Ryan can do. <laughs> All right. Number 14. Who you got? Boy, oh boy, this really gets dicey. Um, yes, it does. <laughs> I got Jared Goff. Um, basically because he's got a little bit better weapons now than he did last year. Um, I think... That team is a good team. I think golf is improving. I, it was really hard for me to pick these last few guys, but I think golf is the better of the last um, top 20, so I'm putting him at 14. Before I get into any of the rest of mine, I'm going to say that about number 14 through 26, we didn't do 26, right. but the, there's 26 quarterbacks that I can't argue if you want to put them in the top 20. Yeah. So... There is, I again, I, mean, I can't argue with anybody about any of these guys. It's all going to be personal preference, and if you have yep. some kind of insight. And my insight for number 14 is if they stick to the plan, this quarterback is going to have a career year. Doesn't mean he's going to be there next year, and that is Tyrod <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I did it. Tyrod at number 14, a borderline QB1. Because I think that offense is going to be on the field a lot. Yeah, um, I don't disagree with you. Um, I I think that it's it was a it's maybe a stretch to put him at fourteen, but we'll <laughs> see. I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to find out. All right, number fifteen. I have probably the epitome of the average quarterback who gets it done but isn't overly exciting. Alex Smith. <laughs> okay. It's, He's just he does it year in and year out, but you're not excited when he does it. Yeah, and I had him on my tw- top twenty, and then I just kept putting other people in there. I don't have him in my top twenty. That's fine. I, I just there's just something about, it, especially going to the Redskins, where their receivers aren't nearly as good as what he had last year. And I mean, I do think that if Reed can stay healthy, that can be a, a dynamic duel. But I just couldn't put him in my top twenty. Yeah, no problems there. So my t- my number fifteen is uh, Carr, Derek Carr. Um, it's it's another one of them dicey ones that's really hard to justify putting him in the top twenty. But I I tell you what, 
if Jordy Nelson, this is the big key for me, if Jordy Nelson can be the Jordy Nelson of two or three years ago, Carr is going to have a spectacular year. And that's why I'm putting him up here at, at 15 because, quite frankly, I don't know if um, if he's going to do it, but I think he's got a really good shot. Is And he's got other weapons too. So I, I think that some of it, if – <laughs> let me put it in let me put it this way. If if Jordy Nelson wasn't on the team, he may still make my top 20, but it would be maybe like 20. Like I don't know how much higher I could put him, but Jordy Nelson puts him at 15 for me. You don't know how great it was that you put Derek Carr at 15 <laughs> and I put Alex Smith at 15. You don't have Alex Smith in your top 20. <laughs> I don't have Derek Carr in my top 20. I, I completely understand it. I don't have any problems with it. And my reasonings for Derek Carr not being in my top 20 are kind of the same reasons you have, <laughs> except I think Martavis Bryant is going to be a bust yeah, again. Yeah, very possible. And I think Jordy Nelson is not the receiver for Derek Carr because he's just not that good under pressure. Yeah. So if he has a great O-line... I can see him doing well, yeah. but I don't know that they did enough in the off season to help him there. Yeah, I'm I'm perfectly fine with your answer. It makes complete sense. It's very logical. Uh, I just I'm just hoping for the best, I guess. And I think Jordy Nelson still has something left in the tank. Unlike a lot of people think that he's completely falling off the map and he's not worth much of anything. But I I don't know. I think he's still got something. All right, who you got at sixteen? Um, sixteen. I said it was a stretch to put him at fourteen, but it's not a stretch <laughs> if you put him at sixteen. Is Tyrod there Taylor? There we go. All right. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I tell you what. Um, I think yeah, as long as they stay with the plan and they don't push Mayfield, I think Tyrod Taylor is a very very safe choice because he is talented and that team around him right now is super talented as well and I think that team can be really good and I think Tyrod Taylor can be really good he's got all the abilities in a quarterback that you want um he can run the ball he can throw the ball he's got a very good arm it's it's tough because I've seen I've seen him fail and I've seen him been un unsuccessful but I also have also seen the really good qualities that he has and now that he has a team that I think is better than any team that he's ever had I think he can be really good and I really want to see what can happen with him a team that has not signed Des Bryant correct we have not seen anything from Des Bryant right and do we know why that is because <laughs> you know he should get out there and get on a team because he needs some reps with a quarterback so they can get on the same page. And I had an epiphany the other day. Mm -hmm. I think Des Bryant is waiting until he can talk Tony Romo out of retirement. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hey, uh, no? you want to play with me? I, you're the only quarterback that makes me look good. Uh, no, I'm in the booth. <laughs> I'm in the booth. I'm not coming out. Sorry, man. <laughs> uh, I think... Romo would have a better or an easier time convincing Dez to come up with him in the booth <laughs> yeah, than yeah. <laughs> Dez getting him back on the that field. That would be a good combo. I'd like to see that one. All right, number 17. I had a tough time figuring out where to put this guy because yeah. I think he's going to be good. But, man, I could, I could also see him not being a top 20 quarterback at the end of the year, too. And that's Mitch Trubisky. Okay. We both have liked him. I want him to succeed. I think that's why I have him as high as 
I do, and we've talked about him in the past a few different times about all the pieces that the Bears have brought him this offseason. It's just going to be hard for him not to succeed. Yeah, I agree with that. But the, the the one thing I agree with the most, and this is I'm talking about my number seven. My wait, wait, wait six. Oh, you had sixteen. <laughs> I'm going in my seventeen. Oh, sorry, did, I already did my sixteen. But my seven. We I didn't do my sixteen. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was. <laughs> That's why I'm getting off track. I'm I'm looking at my list. That's all right. Anyway, yep. um, seventeen. Well, can I do my sixteen? Because <laughs> I forgot to do my. You 16. didn't do your sixteen. I didn't. Oh, okay. Because you did Tyrod, and I got got all excited <laughs> about Des Bryant. Okay, go for it. <laughs> oh, my 16 is, again, another guy who is the epitome of average, and I think this guy's going to make the top 16 because he's going to have some really good games, and then he's going to have some really bad games. But it's all going to even out in the end, and this is the perfect guy to stream Eli Manning. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you are going to put him on your list. I didn't think that's the guy I was talking about earlier. Yeah, you guys got Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard and OBJ and Saquon Barkley. Well, who's leading that team down the field? Yep, Eli Manning. Exactly, so he's got to have some good games. Yep. Yeah, I I can't disagree with that. Um, but now I'm going to actually go to my 17. As long <laughs> as we're on the same page here, I think we are now. <laughs> but the what you were talking about, Mitch Trubisky, I can say about yes. Jimmy Garoppolo. I have him at 17. I can very well see him not being at 17. I saw enough last year to where I feel like he's got loads and loads of talent and he can really be successful in the NFL and he can give you uh, consistent points in fantasy football. But I, it was one of them guys, I, was just, I felt like I had to put him on my list and I had other guys that I said I have to put him, i got to put them lower than him. So I ended up putting him at 17. It is, it is one of them guys I just not comfortable with at the moment. Yeah, it's. I definitely don't want to take him as high as some other people are taking him. Right. Yeah. He's not a steal where you could have got him last year as a a late round flyer. Like, well, you know, if if he gets traded, then I might have something. Well, you know, it happened, but it was just too late in the year for him for it to affect his ADP at all. So this year, ADP. I mean, if you're reaching for him. Good luck, but I'm not going to take that chance. <laughs> yeah. You already did your 17, correct? I did. Okay, yes. now we can go on to 18. Go ahead. Okay. All right. <laughs> 18, here's another one that I think is going to be a lot like Eli Manning. I think he's going to have some really good games, and he's going to have some really bad games. Okay. And I think it's because they're going to be playing from behind, and that is Case Keenum. Okay. He's got the weapons. He's got Demarius and Emmanuel Sanders and the rookie Cortland Sutton. He's got a rookie running back, which the rookie running back, I think, is part of the reason why they might not be in the games. I think yeah. they're going to have to pass more. I'm not saying Royce Freeman is going to be bad, but I think it's going to be more than a year before we actually get him fantasy relevant. Yeah, he was one of them guys. I didn't put on my top 20, but he was one of them guys that I considered, but... I just said, you know what, I just don't know how much I can believe in him. Uh, he did well last year with a completely different team, but I would say that the the level of talent is the, about the same um, because I, I like Emmanuel Sanders, I like Damaris Thomas, it, but, yeah, it's just it was one of them guys I just couldn't put on my top 20. I mean, we're getting down. If I had to go 21, 22, I'm sure he would be right there. But Another way to put it, 
Uh, I had this in my head earlier. A guy who I don't have in my top 20 this year, but a guy who was really good a few years ago, and that's because they were in garbage time a lot. That was Blake Bortles. I can kind of see a parallel season for Case Keenum where he's just constantly throwing from behind in the fourth quarter Mm -hmm. and getting garbage time fantasy points. Yeah, that's very possible, and it's really about fantasy. It's not. It's not about who you think is going to be good. I mean, what last year? Um, who was it? The the Browns quarterback. I can't think of what his name was, but he he was successful many times because you know he was a running quarterback and he was trying to make something happen late in games. They were, they were always down. They didn't win a single game last year. But um, I can't remember who what his name was. His name Deshaun Kaiser. Kaiser. Sorry. That's it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's. That's basically how it, it, it works a lot that way. And sometimes you don't have to be a good quarterback um, to get good fantasy numbers. And Kaiser was relevant sometimes in yes, last year. He so. was. Um, my 18 is Mahomes. Um, I think, one, it's a really big wild card for me. I should have probably put him at 20 because he's one of them wild card guys. But uh, it, he's got so much talent around him, and he's got talent himself. He can really throw that ball. He's got... It's the talent around him is as good as it can get for him, and he's got Hill, he's got Hunt, and he, he's just at the the talent there. I, I I've said talent like five times, but he, <laughs> he's he's got such an opportunity right now that I think it could be something really big for him this year. And if it is, he will never be outside of the top ten again if he goes big. I don't know how this happens, but again. I do not have a person at 18 on my top 20 <laughs> that you did, <laughs> and you didn't have my guy yep. in the top 20 that yep. I had at 18. I, I like how this is playing out. I yeah, I don't have Mahomes in my top 20, but again, like you said with Keenum, 21-22, he'd probably be right there just because I think it's going to take him a year to get it together. Yeah, um, it's very possible. Very possible. Mainly because I don't believe in Sammy Watkins, <laughs> and that he is not going to help Patrick Mahomes this year. Yeah, I mean, uh, Sammy is Sammy. Um, I don't like him that much, but he's got other weapons around him besides him. So I think that if Sammy can just be a helping hand, it can work out for for the better. I don't think it has to be the guy, which Sammy was for almost all of his career, and if as long as he doesn't have to be the guy, I think he will be fine. That's it. Though. I hope so. <laughs> I do like Mahomes. I love that hair he's got every time he takes <laughs> off his helmet. I just I chuckled to myself a little. I was like, this dude doesn't care what nobody thinks, and he's having fun. And I like to see that. Yeah. So uh, my number nineteen is Jimmy Garoppolo. He was very close to being off my list, but. Yep. He does have the talent, yep. and he's got the swagger, and he is Jimmy GQ. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna give him 19. I could see him being a very, very back end QB one if he has a great year. But yep. I think he's gonna be more one of those guys in a two QB league that if that's your second quarterback. You're gonna be good. Yeah, and I already discussed it a little bit with him, but I, yeah, I completely agree with you there. But my, uh, I'm gonna go with my 19 and. This is where I put Peyton or Peyton Manning. Wow, um, <laughs> this is where I put Eli Manning. Um, like like you said, he's got weapons all around him. And if you are drafting OBJ and Ingram and uh, Shepard, I mean Shepard's going later, but I I believe completely in Shepard. And if if you think these guys are going to be really good, then you have to know who's throwing him the football, and that is Eli Manning. There you go. 
my number 20, this is probably perhaps our furthest apart that we have any two quarterbacks besides the ones that just aren't on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number 20 is Jared Goff. And okay. I see his potential. I know he's got some weapons. Yep. But I'm still not quite a believer in Jared Goff. But I think he'll do just enough to be a good QB, too. Perfectly understandable. Um, yeah, I mean, after Cousins, after 13, it really becomes a shuffle. <laughs> do you, yes. What do you do with these guys? You just throw the dice and, okay, it looks like it's a, it's going to be Goff or it's going to be Garoppolo. You don't know. But everybody's got their own opinions. These are our opinions, and it just works out that way sometimes. But my number 20 is I had to put him on here is because I am – I just – I'm rooting for him big time this year, and that is – Mitch Trubisky. Um, there we go. So, yeah, I had to put him on here. I just couldn't put him higher than 20 because I just don't know. I really want it. His team is better around him now, but I I want I want him to be successful. I just don't know what's going to happen with him. I think he can be successful. I think it's going to be a very good year for the Bears, but it's one of them, it's one of them things where I just don't have enough faith in it yet because it is the bears and i've seen so many times the bears be the bears and it's kind of like the browns being the browns but it's the bears are better than the browns usually but yes. yeah i just i just couldn't put him higher than 20 i wanted to i immediately when i thought of the bears i said yep trubisky's in my top 20 and i kept adding other players adding other players and i was like well i gonna have to put him at 20 <laughs> so there's our top 20. We yep. only had a couple of differences, uh, guys on that list, which is pretty darn good, I thought, for not knowing who either of us were going to have. Uh, there are four quarterbacks outside of this list that we did not talk about yep. that I could understand people having in their top 20. And those four quarterbacks are Jameis Winston, Dak Prescott, Marcus Mariota, and Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. I can see any of those sneaking in there, and I think we both agree that a couple of these guys just are not going to have good years like Dak with his wide receiver situation. Yeah. Yep. Mariota, his wide receiver situation yep. is almost as bad with Rashard Matthews. His We don't know what's <laughs> going on with him. Yep. Corey Davis has not proved it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 tough. And Jameis Winston with his three game suspension, you don't want to put too much faith in him. Yep. But I think when he is on the field, he'll be okay. Yep. And Blake Bortles could be another Blake Bortles year, like I discussed earlier uh, with Case Keenum. I think that could be another year like that. Although their defense is much better, that he might not have to play from behind <laughs> like he used to. Yeah, uh, very good points. Um, yeah, I don't have anything extra to say about that. Um, I think our episode's running a little long as it is anyway, so we should probably move yeah, on. Yeah, it's, it's not part. too bad. <laughs> we got a couple things left. We'll do two quick ESPs, and then we will tell you about our Listener League. Okay. ESP, early season predictions. Uh, my ESP is rookies. The rookie um, quarterbacks this year, I think – out of the four that have a shot at playing, I think one of them, either Darnold or Mayfield or um, Watson, or not Watson, uh, Jack- Jackson and Rosen, one of them four is going to step on the field this year and contend to be in the top 20. So I I wanted to put in my top 20 or at 20 rookies, 
the four rookies. I want to just put sure, all of them sure. at one, just because I believe one of them is going to <laughs> get in there. But I, I, it's it's impossible to know which one because they're all right now. They're all backups, so it's really hard to know. Yep. Nope. I, I don't uh, argue with that one too much. Uh, are you gonna give us an idea who you think it might be? Uh, I, I think. I know who you want it to be, but well, I want it. To, I would love it to, if it was Darnold. I'd love that if he was in the top twenty. That means he's being successful. But right. I think it's probably the most likely that it's going to be Jackson, not because he's the best quarterback out of the four, but I think that Flacco might fall off the map, and Jackson will get his shot. But I could be extremely wrong. It's all it again. It's just going to be one of these four guys. I don't know which one. All right, fair enough. My quick ESP is Case Keenum. I'm going to talk about him again. Uh, I can see him having such garbage time games that he might put up 4,000-plus yards and 30 touchdowns. Wow. I could see it happening, but Denver would not be in contention if he does that. If he puts up normal average numbers, you know, 3,800 yards, 22 touchdowns, and, you know, 12 interceptions, that means they've probably been in more games and they might actually have a shot at the division. Yeah, they probably don't want to. But I don't think so, so. No, exactly. (laughs) But there's my semi-little prediction. Uh, I'm not going to draft him assuming that's going to happen, but (laughs) it might. It just might. So that brings us to... Our Listener League. So what we're going to do here is it's going to be a 12-person league, and it's going to be run on ESPN this year. Uh, If we get an overwhelming support for it, we might move it to a different platform and uh, have something else in store for it. But we will have a prize if... It, if it comes down to Tom and I, because we will both be in it separately, yeah. if it comes down to both Tom and I in the championship game, then whoever got closest will win our prize, which <laughs> will probably be uh, a NFL jersey of your choice yep. of anybody who is currently playing. Yes. So that's what we want to have for our prize. And how do you get in this listener league? Well... We're going to use our phone number. We need you to call in. I want to hear your voice. If you want to be in here and have a chance at a jersey, call in. That number, 608-492-3443. And I will just say, whoever calls in, the first 12, or well, let's see, uh, first 10 people, since Tom and I are already in it, Mm -hmm. that say, I want to be in your listener league, and give me your email address so I can get a hold of you or a phone number that I can text you at, those first 10 people will be the ones in our listener league. How does that sound, Tom? That sounds amazing, and I think this would be a lot of fun. I think that it'll be interesting. I Listen, if you guys want to beat me or JJ, this is how you do it. If you want to prove us wrong, this is how you do it right here. You come and you defeat us, and you get your jersey. <laughs> at this the only way you can prove that we don't know what we're talking about so go ahead get in this and prove us wrong there we go uh that's about all we've got for our listener league so far it is a ppr league if that matters to you if you don't want to play in a ppr league then don't call <laughs> me but i want to hear your voice 
I want you to say, I want to be in the listener league. Give me your email or a phone number that I can text you and we will get back to you ASAP and we'll get you in the listener league. So one last thing, of course, we've got to get it out there. Uh, if you have any questions, if you want to tell us our top 20 quarterbacks are dumb, you can do that on Twitter at Fantasy Fuel, on Facebook.com slash Fantasy Fuel, or our message board, uh, Fantasy Football through Fantasy Fuel, and our email at FantasyFuelPodcast at gmail.com. And again, that number that you can get in our listener league with is 608 492 Three four four three. Thank you for listening. I hope to hear a bunch of you very, very soon. And don't forget to stay fueled up this fantasy season.